0: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. In
1: honor of Black History Month, we've teamed up with our friends at Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils from Head & Shoulders to help you discover your heritage. We've got your chance to win... This is really serious. This is really big. We've got your chance to win $1,000 in cash. I said $1,000 in cash plus hair care gift products, uh, gift baskets from both Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils from Head & Shoulders, and two African Ancestry test kits for the winner and their spouse or friend. You can enter and get your $1,000 in Get rules and all of that at steveharveyfm.com. Discover your heritage today. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. We discovered our heritage, Carla and I. Carla's from Ghana. I'm from Central African Republic. Yes. Uh, And and it was great. You'll love it. You'll love it. It doesn't take any time. But anyway, get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Find out how you can win $1,000 today. All right, we're going to switch Gears here now and uh, get into this Strawberry Letter. It is time. If you need advice on relationships, advice, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now.
0: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
1: Thank you, nephew. Subject, he lives in the hood and he loves it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a guy for about a year and a half now, and I'm concerned that he isn't motivated to do better for himself. Uh, The first time I spent the night at his house, I made some comments on how none of the yards have grass and the houses have burglar bars on the windows and doors. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm staying here. But he pressured me. Uh, He assured me that he would protect me, so I stayed over. The whole night, I heard cars going up and down the street and a lot of commotion. After the first night there, I haven't been back to his house. That was over a year ago, and he's gotten used to spending time at my house. Recently, he had a talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house, and he said that I made it clear that his house was not good enough for me. My next question was why hasn't he attempted to make it better or move out? He told me about a police chase in his area and how the DEA seized a large amount of marijuana from a guy down the street. He said he's not fixing his house up until they get a handle on crime in that area. That let me know he has no plans to move. He went on to say that he likes to be around his people in the heart of the city where he grew up. He told me I was scared of my own people. Stephen Shirley, that's not true. I've worked hard to separate myself from the criminal element, and I've chosen to do better. I'm from the hood too, but I moved out. We're both 37 and gainfully employed, making good money. How can we be compatible in all areas except this one? Am I wasting my time? Well, that depends. I mean, that really depends. I'm thinking about where this relationship is going. I mean, do you want to marry this guy at some point? Because uh, if you do, this is a big red flag. If you guys can't agree on something as basic as and important as where you want to live and what neighborhood and all that, and moving out of the hood, then I would say, you know, your relationship is in trouble. The problem is you're both right. You're just not right for each other. You moved out and did better for yourself. Like you said in the letter, he's, he's right in the hood. And he's right that the hood is not good enough for you anymore. I mean, you feel that way. That's why you moved out again. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, he, on the flip side, wants to stay in his hood in hopes it will get better. Uh, you know, for now, I think you guys should continue meeting at your house. I do. And while you're there, you need to figure out. You need to have some conversations about what you guys want to do moving forward in this relationship. But this living in the hood thing is a big problem for you two. Uh, it can't be ignored. And you might have to move on and find someone that shares your same values. Steve?
2: Well... I agree with what you're saying, Shirley. Um, I have some more takes on it also to add to what you said. Now, you've been dating a guy. You say the subject is he lives in the hood and he loves it. Now, the thing automatically is I've moved out of the hood a long time ago on a personal note, but there are things that I absolutely adored about it. There are some things, man, that really do ring dear in my heart about it. You know, now I'm I'm a different person now. I've climbed the ladder a different way now. So some things I cannot do anymore that I used to be able to do and enjoy. Walking to the stove, hanging out at the park, singing down at the mailbox. Oh man, hooping up at the bus barn to till all in the middle of the night, all that. But see, I, so I understand that. But you went over your spinach night, spent a night at his house, and then you made the comment about it being kind of ghetto. And then you said, "Ain't none of the yards got grass and the houses got burglar bars on the windows and doors." I thought to myself, "That's no way I'm standing here." But then he assured me that he would protect me, so you stayed. The whole night, you heard cars going up and down the street. You know what this is. A
1: <laughs>
2: lot of commotion. It's summertime. You know what this is. It wasn't winter. Mm. Ain't all that in the winter. You was over there in the summer. <laughs> now, I don't know where you live, but this, this is summer, summer month commotion. First night there, you stayed the night and you ain't been back since. That was a year ago, and he the got used to spending time at your house. Now, here's your whole problem. When we come back, I'll explain it to you. You had to talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house. He said he made it clear that his house is not good enough for me. That's just the beginning. The rest of it is later.
1: All right, part two coming up at 23 minutes after. He lives in the hood and he loves it.
2: We'll get back into it right after this.
1: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, the subject. He lives in the hood and he loves it.
2: He lives in the hood, and he loves it, and she doesn't. This woman's been dating this man uh, about a year and a half now. She's concerned that he isn't motivated to better himself. That's the conclusion that she came to. And now, after this letter, her conclusion is he's not motivated to better himself. First time she spent the night at the house, she made some comments about it being ghetto. And then the yards ain't got no grass and they got burglar balls on them. And then she thought to herself, Ain't no way she's staying there. He told her he'd protect her. Whole night she heard cars going up and down the street and a lot of commotion. I'm reading this into this, this was summertime in the hood. You know what it is. Now, like I said before, <laughs> I don't live in the hood anymore. I feel blessed and fortunate, but there are some things about the hood that I miss dearly because it served a valuable purpose in my life. It made me who I am today. It created a starch in me, a a fight in me, some dog in me, and and it just taught me a lot about manhood. I learned most of what I know about manhood from the hood. Okay, cool? And it wasn't just because I was fighting and stuff. It's just I had to grow up quicker there. All right, so it's a lot of good stuff that happens in the hood. Now, she said and she ain't been over there since that night, and it's been over a year. And he done got used to spending time at your house. Now, here we go. Recently, we had a talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house, and he said I made it clear that his house was not good enough for me, and you did. You talked about ain't no grass, burglar bars on these windows, you know, you made the man feel bad about his spot. So he said, well, I ain't finna bring her over here because we're going to come over here next week. I ain't finna be no grass out here by next week. <laughs> and you know good damn well, we can't take your damn burglar bars off. <laughs> so now, since that ain't right, ain't changed, we can't change. Now, my next question was, why hasn't he attempted to make it better or move out? He told me police chasing his air and how the DA sees a large amount of marijuana from a guy down the street. They selling weed. Matter of fact, they've elevated it now. They are selling opioids, oxycodone, meth. They doing it all in, in 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 not in the hood of what I meant to say. They doing this in the suburbs. See, they selling weed in the suburbs. There's weed houses out there now. Oxycodone, opium, all that, everything, all the medical drugs. That's that's the suburb problem. The heroin, all that's getting sold out there. So it ain't just the hood. And now he said he's not fixing his house up until they get a handle on crime in that area. Now that statement right there, dog, We all know when that's gonna happen. Especially with the no snitch theory going on in the hood. We ain't gonna be able to solve none of these damn crimes. Ain't nobody telling. So now he, he ain't gonna fix the house. Now guess what conclusion she said? That let me know he has no plans to move. He went on to, he say he likes being around his people and in the heart of the city where he grew up. He just trying to justify it. He told me I was scared of my own people. He just trying to push back at you because you talked about his house because they ain't got no grass. Got a little rock garden outside, all these balls up. Ain't no stairs, you know. And you don't put carpet on your stairs in the hood because you need to hear who's coming up the steps. You know, all these little tricks yeah. and stuff you oh. have to learn in the hood and everything. Stephen <laughs> Steven Shirley, that's not true. I've worked hard to separate myself from the criminal element, and I've chosen to do better. I'm from the hood, too, but I moved out. Now, we're both 37, gainfully employed, making good money. How can we be compatible in all areas except this one? Am I wasting my time? You are absolutely not wasting your time. And I want to share something with you about men that an insight that you may not have taken into consideration. This is not a red flag, but you have to understand something. At the time this brother bought this house, that's what he could afford. He probably is very proud of the fact that he's a homeowner. That home and being from that neighborhood and finally acquiring a piece of property may have a sentimental value to him. And definitely a sense of pride. He's now a homeowner. Sentimental reasons. Now the what's happening with you all, uh, you all are not communicating properly. Because when you set the man down, he told you that, you know, he felt like his house wasn't good enough for you. That's why he ain't been you ain't been back over there. But you don't you never ask the man why he won't move. See, he just told you he ain't fixing the house up until they get a grip on crime around there. He know it's crime. He know you know it's crime. But this man done bought this house. You ain't giving him no credit for that. You ain't giving him no credit for coming up with the down payment. You don't know what this brother went through to get this house. But you just dogging him for staying in it. He ain't had no reason till he met you to even go nowhere else. So now he crazy about you, so he been spending all this time at your house. But he don't want to bring you over there to his accomplishment and then you dog him about it. See, you missing one of the points here, sister. So this is a communication problem, I think. I need you to sit down and really think about why this man is willing to stay there and then go from there. But you don't leave no man because he done bought a house and he want to live in it. Have you thought about that? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> All right.
1: Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 after the hour. We'll talk uh, sports with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW we prohibited by law. See
2: terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: We are the
0: voice of NASCAR.
2: The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great
0: American race. The Motor Racing Network. <laughs> NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville. Talladega. The Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finish. Ryan Blaney will win the voice of NASCAR, the motor racing network.